Orange in the Central West's 105.1 Triple M, first show back for 2024. And joining us online this morning, Anthony Benici is with us from brainblinkers.com. Good morning to you, mate. Good morning, Gilly. Happy New Year to you, buddy. Yeah, mate. You too. You too. Hope you had a good break. Yeah, fantastic time. Actually, I'm not even sure we're allowed to say Happy New Year after this many days, are we? We're back into January. <laughs> Halfway through the month already. I can't believe it. Yeah, absolutely flying by. Mate, uh, thank you very much for your time once again on the show. Now, we're talking about New Year's resolutions. We, we'd be, it would be remiss of us not to start the show with that. Uh, and speaking yeah. of remiss, I'm sure plenty of people have uh, had the best of intentions and already failed. You know what the data suggests? It's really scary. Uh, there was a, a really good study in the Journal of Clinical Psychology a few years back. Before the end of the week before, okay, so within the first week of January, a quarter of resolutions were broken. Right? That's, that's how, that's a little, and I'm, I know anyone listening is, is going, oh, crikey, really? You know, I want to lose weight or I want to go to the gym more. There's a, another study that I looked at talking about the gym is that if you, if you start the gym, if you've never been before and you start the gym, 80% of gym goers drop out within eight weeks. Oh. So it, it's, it's really frightening. And I don't mean to be the, you know, the Scrooge uh, here, of, of, like the Christmas Scrooge uh, and, and be the New Year's guy going, oh, you're all going to fail. It's not about that. It's about understanding what's driving those ridiculous numbers. Because, you know, we've, like, oh, I've done the same, no doubt you have too. We ate too much, we drank too much, we didn't exercise enough. And so we wake up on New Year's Day with a bit of a hangover, go, oh, okay. All right, yeah. I'm going to lose some weight and I'm going to go to the gym and I'm, or, or whatever it might be. I'm going to read a book a week. And we set all these resolutions. And I read an article last week saying we're a bit nuts to do that, okay, to even set them. What, and I'm not saying don't be ambitious and I'm not saying don't set goals, but when we set ourselves up for failure by, by committing on, on, on this auspicious day of the 1st of January, this thing called a New Year's resolution, it's a little bit nuts. And let, let me explain why, because... We won't change stuff. It's not as if we wake up to a new year and go, bang, the change is happening. We won't change stuff unless there's benefit to us. Okay? okay. And you might think, of course, there's benefit to losing weight and exercising more, or reading a book, or becoming more knowledgeable, getting out, seeing people, whatever, whatever your resolution, and I'll use that word with inverted commas, right? Whatever your resolution or, or, or desire for change is, yeah, of course, there'll be benefit. But like I've explained on the show a couple of times, and certainly in the book Brain Blinkers that I wrote you know, many years ago, and I've been doing it now 19 years, there's a little bit of a formula, and I want people to think about that set of scales that we've spoken about in the past. On one side, you write down the benefits of changing. So if you want to lose weight, you write down the benefits of changing the belief from, you know, I can't lose weight, or yeah, I could lose weight, right? That's mm. the new belief. I can lose weight this year. 2024, the year I'm going to lose weight. What are the benefits to you of that? All right, you're going to look better, feel better, have more energy, wear nice clothes, go to the beach, you know, whatever it might be. You'll get all those benefits, and they're easy to write down. But do yourself a favor, and on the other side of this set of scales or seesaw, however you want to picture it, write down the benefits you're going to get from continuing to stay the way you are. And that's, that's the driver, right? And, and, and one of the, what I've hypothesized in this sort of article was that the reason a lot of New Year's resolutions fail, or any goals for that matter fail, is because we're getting tremendous benefit from not doing it from not making the change. So, for example, if you think about the weight thing, right, So, to continue to believe you can't lose weight and just go on as normal, what's the benefit to you of continuing to believe you can't lose weight? Well, one of the benefits is I, don't, I can eat what I want. Yeah. 
and I don't and I don't have to uh, exercise. I don't right? have to, I don't have to move out of my comfort zone. Exactly. So the comfort zone, Gilly, right there is one of the big ones. So whenever people talk about the and I don't like using the term, but it's a real thing. When we are comfortable that's of extreme benefit to us. It really is. And people just go, oh, no, it's not. We've got to get out of it. Stop talking all that rubbish. The fact of the matter is, when we're comfortable, that's a benefit to us as a human being. Mm. So what we've got to weigh up is the benefits of changing, right, and getting uncomfortable versus the benefits of staying comfortable and staying the way we are. And the the idea is, in, in change theory, is we only change things if the benefit to us of changing it changing the thing outweighs the benefit of staying the same. And that applies so strongly to news resolutions. Yeah, I'm sure it does. Anthony Benucci is with us, ladies and gentlemen. And I think uh, the, the thing about resolutions and goal setting, uh, it has to be realistic. That's correct, mate. Yeah. And, and when I work with people, when I coach them, when I'm in sessions with them, you know, we've got a whole heap of work coming up in this first quarter of the year, all around Australia and New Zealand, actually. And when, when we get into this, and I'll ask people, what's an example of limiting belief? Or what, what's an example of something that holds you back? I don't want the, the brash, crazy thing. I want the real thing. Mm. And when people become real about it and, and don't say, oh, the benefit to me is I'll do this. No, no, what's the real benefit to you? And when you become, as, as we say in Australia, when we're fair income about the change and we're fair income about the benefits we get from staying the same, that's when we can really talk turkey about the change. And I've watched people transform their lives based on this model I've watched people change significant stuff because they've been fed income and real about the change they're talking about. Anthony Benici is with us, ladies and gentlemen. You can find out more, brainblinkers.com. Mate, always a pleasure. Talk soon. Have a great day. You too, buddy.